Today we're going to discover the scale factor rule for area and volume. For the most part, we will be using the skills we already have. We'll be calculating surface area and volume, which you already know how to do. Uh, the shape we're going to use is the rectangular prism. And we're going to start with those uh, three dimensions of <clears throat> a length of five, width of three, and a height of four. So let's begin. The first thing we need to calculate is the perimeter. And so when you're calculating the perimeter of a rectangle with five on two sides and three on two sides, you add them up. Five plus five is 10, three plus three is six, so we have a perimeter of 16. And so we'll record in the perimeter spot that we have a perimeter of 16. The area of the base, again, I have a length of 5 and a width of 3, so the area of the base will be 15. I will use that information, I'm sorry, the perimeter and the height to get surface area. You can pause the video right now and you uh, do your work, multiply perimeter times height to get the surface area, fill in your table and see if your answer matches mine. When you calculate the surface area, the perimeter of 16 times 4, you get a surface area of 64. Volume is quite quick. When you multiply length times width times height of those three numbers, 5 times 3 times 4, you will get 60 for the volume. That was fun. Now we get to do it again. Now we're going to use a scale factor of 2. You see in the last column on the right-hand side, we have a scale factor of 2. So I'm going to apply that scale factor to my length, and I will get a length of 10. I will get a width of 6. I will get a height of 8. Pause the video yourselves. Get your perimeter, the area of the base, the surface area, and the volume, and see if your answer matches mine. I mean it. Pause the video. Get that work done. I know you can do it. When I calculate a length of 10 and a width of 6 twice on my perimeter, I get a full perimeter of 32. When I multiply 10 times 6, I get the area of the base is 60. And when I multiply my perimeter times my height, 32 times 8, I get a surface area of 256. Multiplying my length, width, and height together, I get a volume of 480 units cubed. Do, do your numbers match mine? I hope they do. I know you can do it. Now, we're going to apply a scale factor of 3 to my original length, width, and height. 5 times 3, 15. 3 times 3, 9. 4 times 3, 12. Again, pause the video right now, calculate the perimeter, the area of the base, the surface area, and the volume, and see if your numbers match mine. My perimeter, when I add 15 plus 15 twice and 9 plus 9 twice, I get 30 and 18, gives me a perimeter of 48. The area of the base, 15 times 9, is 135. The surface area, when I multiply my perimeter times my height, 48 times 12, I get 576. And my volume, 15 times 9 times 12 is 
20. Did your numbers match mine? I bet they did. Nice job. Now, we're going to apply the scale factor of 5 to our dimensions. Now, note, it went 5, 10, 15. It's not going to go to 20. When I apply a scale factor of 5 to my length of 5, I get a length of 25. When I apply my scale factor of 5 to a width of 3, I get a width of 15. When I apply a scale factor of 5 to my height of 4, my original height of 4, I get 20. Now, pause the video once again, calculate the perimeter, the area of the base, the surface area, and the volume. By now you should be getting pretty good at it. Okay, so the perimeter of our last uh, rectangular prism, the perimeter of the base is 80. The area of the base is 375. The surface area is a big one, 1,600. And the volume is 7,500. Woo! Good stuff. I hope your numbers match mine. Readjust your table if you've got a couple of errors in it so that your, your numbers uh, work together well. And we will move on to the next table for analyzing. Okay, I want to look at my first set of numbers when I had my original. Um, I'm going to compare those to the scale factors of um, uh, original to scale factor of 2, original to scale factor of 3, and so on. So the perimeter change from the original perimeter to the one of scale factor of 2 changed by a factor of what? 16 times what is 32? 2. The perimeter change was 2, so it matches the scale factor. Why don't we do all of the perimeter changes uh, together? The perimeter uh, scale factor from the original 16 to 48 if you divide 48 by 16, you'll find that it was multiplied by 3. From 16 to 80 is a scale factor of 5. And we didn't do a scale factor of 2 fifths, but it seems to me that if I were doing a perimeter change with a scale factor of 2 fifths, that my perimeter change would be also 2 fifths. It seems to be matching. If I were doing a generalized scale factor of a to a over b, my perimeter change would be the same uh, ratio or the same scale factor change of a over b. Now I want to talk about the surface area change. Here, the surface area of my original was 64. What's the scale factor change from 64 to 256? I have an original, I have a scale factor of 2, but 256 is more than double 64. Pull out your calculators, pause the video, pull out your calculators and calculate what that change is. When I divide, when I take 256 and divide by 64, I get that the area change was four times as big. When I take the, when the scale factor was 3 and my surface area was 576, 
surface area, scale factor of 3, 576 when I divide by 64, I get that that was an area change of 9, that the new area, surface area is 9 times as big as the original. When I take 1,600, 1,600 divided by 64 and do my area change factor, I get that holy moly, that changed by a factor of 25. Now again, I didn't do a scale factor of two-fifths, but when I look at <clears throat> scale factor of two gives me an area change of four, a scale factor of three gives me an area change of nine, and a scale factor of five gives me an area change of 25, it seems that the relationship between two and four, three and nine, five and 25 seems to be a squared that it's uh, 2 squared is 4, 3 squared is 9, 5 squared is 25. So if I square 2 fifths, I would get 4 25ths for my area change with a scale factor of 2 fifths. And with my generalized form of AB, I would get A squared over B squared. Now I want to talk about the volume change when I look at what happened with the volume from 60 to 480. How much of a change is that? Take 480 divided by 60 and you will get a volume change of 8. When you take 1620 divided by 60 you get a volume change of 27. And when you check your scale factor of 5 and take 7,500 divided by uh, 60, you get a, scale, a volume change of 125. Those are big honking changes. All right, so what's the relationship of 2 to 8, of 3 to 27? of 5 to 125. Think about that. Pause the video if it takes you a minute to think about that. Anybody got it right now? It is actually cubed. 2 cubed. 2 times 2 times 2. We're working in three dimensions, so if you double in all three dimensions, you will have multiplied your original times 8. When with the scale factor of 3, when you multiply the width and the length and the height all by 3, 3 times 3 times 3, you will have increased it 27 times. And the same with scale factor of 5. So with our scale factor of 2 fifths that we never actually did, 2 times 2 times 2 gives us a scale factor of 8 over 125. And our general form of the scale factor for volume change is A cubed over B cubed. Wow. So very quickly here I want to summarize <clears throat> properties of congruent. If um, I have congruent solids, I have two cubes, I have two pyramids, I have two cylinders that are congruent. The corresponding angles will be congruent. My corresponding edges, the perimeters, will be congruent. The corresponding areas remember these are congruent solids, will be congruent. And the volume will be congruent. For similar, 
Remember, it was sim similar even in polygons. There were some things that stayed congruent, some things that didn't. Corresponding angles will still stay congruent, otherwise you're going to change the shape. If it's a cube, those angles all have to be 90 degrees. If it's a cylinder, the base still has to be a circle, and the sides have to be perpendicular to the base. Corresponding edges will still be the same scale factor, so we'll call that A over B, general scale factor. Corresponding areas, remember the area change when you're doing that is squared. You're doing working in two dimensions, so it's a squared thing. Volume, three dimensions, it's cubed, A cubed and B cubed for your general scale factor change. That's kind of a lot to take in, but you've got the basics now. We'll be providing you some practice videos next.